0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling, episode one eighty-seven. Wait, wait, no. Oh, shot. What is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my dawn. I'm a more printer, strict man, nature boy, but to, to seek and destroy. It's an SOW, let me hear you make noise. Take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go alive, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot
2: Hello everybody, welcome. Episode one eighty-seven of a shot of wrestling. I am your host at Michael J Putty, and man, it sounds good to say that. Yes, this is episode one eighty-seven. You didn't miss last week's show. There was no show last week during a very busy weekend with BCW and BWF. I got sick. Of course, I lost my voice for the first time in my life. I lost my voice. I've had strained my voice. I've had a horse voice. I've had a sore throat, raspy voice. I never fully lost my voice before. And Of course, the busiest weekend of my podcasting slash commentating career, I lose my voice. Man, did that suck. Oh, man, I was so pissed. So pissed. Pissed poor timing. I didn't feel sick. I just lost my voice. The week after, this past week, I was sick. So I guess it was a precursor to that. Finally got my voice back. Uh, Started Friday. We are doing the show... Saturday night, November the 9th, just got back from our AEW full gear viewing party in Queens, Buffalo Wild Wings. Thanks to everybody who turned out good turnout for our first time for AEW pay-per-view hosted by BCW's Darius Carter and the beautiful Faye Jackson. So if you didn't come out to this one, you missed a good time, but don't worry. There'll be another one. Stay tuned to our social medias. A shot of wrestling on Facebook an Instagram shot of wrestling, no A on Twitter to stay up to date on our, first of all, all our stuff, get involved in the conversation, and uh, stay up to date with our next viewing party will be. A lot of stuff happening on our social media. This conversation never ends there, so check it out. Get involved. But yeah, good turnout, good time. You missed out. Don't want to miss out on the next one. BWF, BCW, two great shows at BCW. That's uh, when I, my voice sounded like shit, basically, because yeah, that Friday... As the day went on, that's when I lost my voice, that Friday, November 1st. So now I'm like, what the fuck do I do? People tell me to drink hot tea with honey. I don't drink hot liquids. I don't like hot tea, hot coffee, hot chocolate. I don't like hot liquids. I I just never did. Someone else told me to gargle with warm salt water. So I tried that. I ended up getting tea, green tea and honey. Um, That really didn't do anything for me. But I've been drinking it all week, and uh, not for nothing, I think it's growing on me. I think I'm liking it. Green tea with honey, not too bad. I think I might be turning into a tea drinker here. I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, let's see what happens on healthy so I still drink this tea or not, but way off topic. Another friend of mine told me, Erwin Voice Escobar was coming to BWF to support your boy here. In the morning of, he told me to wrap my throat up in a scarf like Chris Jericho used to do. So you know what? I did that, and that kind of freaking worked. Genius. Brought my voice back enough to start commentating for their ninth anniversary for the Apache show for BWF. As the show went on, of course, it got worse and worse, naturally. But thankfully, I had Mark Schwann and Green Man, three-man booth, to pick up my slack. Both men helped me out tremendously. Thank you, guys. Hopefully, my shitty voice didn't bring the product down. We'll find out soon enough. But yeah. We've got a big weekend, BWF-BCW. We'll talk more about that later on in the show. Stay tuned for that. But for now, let's catch up with some news. It's time for In the News
0: with Michael J. Putty.
2: Unfortunately, we start out with some tragic news. Sadly, local indie wrestler Matt Travis passed away traffic accident over the weekend he worked extensively with house of glory an amazing red over there my social media feeds have been blowing up everybody's known this guy he touched a bunch bunch of lives and to go out like that it's really really sad really tragic um i thought some prayers out to his family his friends and his fans yeah it was saturday it was today before he left for the viewing party that just blew up everywhere on social media and earlier today i was watching the news new york One. they played on a loop every half hour and they were talking about this dumb truck that hit this bicyclist, but I didn't pay too much attention to the story. Turned out that was Matt Travis. So it's, unfortunately, it's a tragic, sad situation. It went out way too soon. Amazing Red confirmed the news in a heartfelt, emotional tweet. So again, our thoughts and prayers to everybody over there at House of Glory, his fans, and his family. Uh, sad story. Rest in peace. So last week, when I missed the show, we missed C- Crown Jewel. And of course, we all know by now all that chaos of the travel issues that happened, all the stories about the m- mechanical problems coming out and the conspiracy theorists of the different reasons why what actually happened, so choose to believe what you want to believe, I'm not going to rehash everything, but that was a crazy situation overall it's crazy in general that they, before Monday night in the states they had to take that 14 what 15 hour flight to Saudi Arabia, and then they had to come back the next day to do smackdown. I was trying to do the math in my head they wouldn't have landed in Buffalo until like the afternoon you have fl- flight delays, travel issues and they was cutting it pretty close there, and look what happened. And then the only the fly out to London a week later. Again, I can't imagine their travel schedule, why they do what they do. Uh, I'm still recovering from Daylight Savings Time. How did these guys have jet lag Go from Saudi Arabia to the United States to London? Ugh, God bless them. But anyway, that whole mess was crazy. What's even crazier is that WWE announced that they have expanded their partnership with Saudi Arabia and the Saudi General Entertainment Authority through 2027, to include a second annual large-scale event, whatever that means. In an official statement, and I quote, this long-term partnership demonstrates WWE and Saudi General Entertainment Authority's commitment to bring sports entertainment to the region and support Saudi Arabia's vision 2030. Okay. Back in uh, the 2018 March, when they first announced a 10-year deal, which kicked off with the greatest Royal Rumble ever, that was a 10-year strategic multi-platform partnership. Now they expanded it even further. Okay. There's no word yet when the next... Saudi Arabia show will be, but it should be early 2020 and then late 2020. That's what they've been doing now. So, yeah. So, despite everything we've read over the past week, Saudi Arabia is still going back. They're going back to Saudi Arabia. So, that's insane. But money talks. Another news. Something I didn't think about when SmackDown came to Friday nights on Fox. The Hall of Fame. WrestleMania weekend. Hall of Fame now used to be on Saturday. The night before WrestleMania, that got pushed back to Friday in favor of NXT's TakeOver. But now, Hall of Fame is being bumped to Thursday. So now, WrestleMania weekend is looking like April 2nd is going to be the Hall of Fame. Friday, April 3rd, SmackDown, the go-home show. April 4th will be TakeOver. 5th is going to be WrestleMania. And the 6th, the Raw Aftermania. Crazy, busy five days. And still, I don't get how you guys do all those events. We have friends of ours who go to every single one of these events. Don't know how they do it. To be young again, huh? Ah, to be young again. In other news, after some teasing, poking and prodding with the marks online, Randy Orton has signed a five-year deal with the WWE. He ain't going anywhere. This the a surprise of nobody. I think we talked about it last show. Just toying with you fans. You know, Randy Orton you know, likes to toy with people. Push people's buttons. So the three most dangerous letters in sports entertainment. Just resigned with the three most dominant letters in sports entertainment. Looking forward to pissing off the WWE Universe for at least five more years. That was his official tweet, confirming the news. Love Randy Orton, big Randy Orton fan. Happy to see him staying where he belongs. I'm sure that's a huge, huge contract. Congratulations to him. Somebody else who signed with the WWE, Lance Storm's coming back. He was last with the company in 2005. He announced on Twitter, for those wondering, after Storm Wrestling Academy closes, I'll be returning to the WWE to work as a producer. I'm really looking forward to working with such high-level talent again. As we announced back in August, he, uh, he's closing his Wrestling Academy at the end of 2018 Oh at the end of 2019, only a couple months, weeks, really, if you think about it. So, big pickup for WWE. Lance Storm, backstage as producer. That's going to be awesome. Congratulations to him and everyone working with him. In other news, talked about it last show, the uh, WWE 2K20 and all those glitches coming about. People, all those glitches people have reported. I still haven't played the game yet. I mean, I played the game once, the career mode, did a couple matches. I haven't turned it on since. So much to do with that game. So much I want to do in that game. I'm off this week, so hopefully I'll get to it. But apparently they released their first patch to fix some of the issues. W. E. co-president Michelle Wilson briefly mentioned the issues and negative feedback during the quarter three 2019 earnings call, saying, and I quote, Finally, we continued the evolution of our franchise video games with the launch of WWE 2K20 on October 22nd, which was developed by Take-Two Interactive. While the initial feedback on the release has been mixed, we believe in the ability of Take-Two Interactive to further develop the game engine, enabling new functionality and experiences over time that are critical to the driving game's long-term growth. That was hard to say. So, yeah, they're kind of downplaying the whole situation. But from what I've seen from what i heard, those glitches are horrible. The game came out way too early. Probably this patch at least fixed some of it. I guess I'll let you know next time. Hashtag fix WB2K20. Finally in all the news. See, not much news this week. I was gone for two weeks, and the whole main main story was the Saudi Arabia travel issues. Other than that, not much news happened this week. You know, I'm a big Jack Daniels guy. Love me some Jack Daniels, honey. Not a big tequila guy. If I do, like, silver tequila, clear, Patron... Avion, that fancy Mark Schwann introduced me to. Well, you know, Steve Austin has his own beer line. Well, The Rock is a big tequila guy, and he's coming out with his own brand of tequila. He officially announced Terra Mana Tequila, which we launched in early 2020, in a statement saying, and I quote, the name is official. Ladies and gents, I proudly bring to you Terra Mana Tequila. Terra means of the earth, and mana is our powerful Polynesian spirit that guides us. Spirit of the earth. Our goal is to create tequila of the best quality and taste, but done the right way by hand. Tequila made by hand. That's interesting. I have no clue how tequila is made, so I don't know why I even just said that. I think I'm still loped up on cough medicine and Jack Daniels from this party. But yeah, I'm going to check it out. Terramana Tequila. It's a cool name. The guy had the bottle. It's all about presentation with these stuff. The bottle has to catch my eye. It comes in a cool bottle. I'll definitely check it out. Maybe a future sponsor here on a shot of wrestling, huh? Do some shots of tequila on a shot of wrestling. Have Rock's people call my people. 619-343-3005. Like I said, that's all the news we got. Kind of a slow week. Next week, we'll I'm sure Mark and Greenman will talk all about the AEW pay-per-view, all the fallout from that. Before we move on to talking about BCW and BWF, Greenman had the honor and privilege to sit down with Thunder Rosa from Lucha Underground fame. She recently made the switch from sports, entertainment, professional wrestling to MMA. was all about her training for her MMA debut. Unfortunately, she lost, but she went out, tried her best. I'm sure that's not the end of it. Congratulations for her to even stepping into the octagon. And now you can check her out every Tuesday. She's with NWA's Power 605 on Facebook and YouTube. I've seen parts of it. Not too bad. A lot of people talking about NWA Power. So if you want another show to watch, definitely put that one high in your list. And you've seen her on the ground. She's a fantastic wrestler, fantastic talent. So she's definitely somebody you want to watch wherever she's performing. And that full interview is on our youtube page exclusively on our youtube page go check out youtube a shot of wrestling for the full unedited interview with thunder rosa talking about everything her career her ma her dogs so uh definitely check it out thunder rosa a shot of wrestling on youtube i've heard it you don't want to miss it very entertaining thank you to thunder rosa for even sitting down with us giving her time so again youtube a shot of wrestling thunder rosa full interview check it out right not right now wait till the show's finished then go check it out All right, folks, that's the news, and now this is the point where I would normally throw it over to me at BCW and play all those clips, interviews we've done, but I can't do that here, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it, we're going to play some of the clips, because again, my voice sounded like shit, so I don't think some of these clips are even audible, but let's see what happens. Let's talk about BCW and BWF. I get lesbian vibes from Bailey, do you? So since we're not throwing it over to BCW Live, I realize I have no transition from going to the news to talking about BCW. So that was a clip of Mark Schwann that has not aired, an unaired clip of Mark Schwann talking to himself while the mics were hot. And I've been waiting to use it, never found an opportunity. So there it is. That's my transition. Let's talk about BCW and BWF. Now I'm not going to play those clips. I usually lead into the match, come out of the match, hyping the match and going over what happened. Maybe I'll do some interviews during intermission. Definitely do the post-game interviews. Everyone stops by, recapping the night, then boom, wrap, wrap everything up in a nice little bow, and go on home. am not going to do that here tonight. Listen to a couple of clips. They don't sound as bad as I thought they did, but they do sound pretty bad. So I'm not going to torture you guys with those clips. Maybe one or two. See what happens. But yeah, Fight for a 3, back in Queens. We had Ugly Ducklings and the East Coast Syndicate, Dominic De Niro and Chris Barton, both move on to the finals of the BCW Tag Team tournament that should be a great match ugly ducklings east coast syndicate two mainstays over at bcw so both well deserved well worth it we have the monsters match qualifier the fourth and final bronco international jacoby boykins nate pom bomb very impressive and tara Callaway, queen of the dinosaurs first woman to get involved in that match let's find out who won that
1: jacoby boykins jacoby boykins slams tara Callaway down Napalm Bomb sneaks in and steals the victory. So the finals are set. DJ Marconi. Vince Steele. Napalm Bomb. And Joe Gacy. What what a final that's going to be. All right, looking forward to that one. Can't wait.
2: See, I told you it was pretty rough. You hear that? Ugh. Now, I would normally clean that up a little bit before I post it to the show, but I just wanted to let you hear what I was going through. And that long gap before Joe Casey. Wasn't me trying to think of Joe Casey. It was me trying to freaking talk. Ugh, that was so rough. Well, yeah, it should be a very intense final. King of the Monsters. It should be awesome. Can't wait. Back in Queens in December. Can't wait for that. Then we also had Vicious Vicky going against Vanity, my girl Vanity, Mark Schwan, Vicious Vicky. That was a good match. Vanity picked up the victory there. Faye Jackson retained over Ruthless Lala. Faye Jackson on a roll, undefeated, almost going on to being a year as champion. Rick Rekon took on TJ Marconi. Of course, those Satsujin dunes got involved, of course, ruining that match. And Darius Carter took on Montana Black. That was a fantastic match. Darius Carter is freaking phenomenal. Whatever you say about this guy, his attitude, his cockiness, his arrogance, some people have called him. In the ring, he delivers night in and night out. This guy's fantastic to watch. Love me some Darius Carter. Hung out with him at the bar tonight. Great guy. Once you get to know him, you're really a teddy bear. Buy him some red wine or sangria, okay? Take my tip. But after that match, a bombshell was dropped by Pete Rosado. So let's hear how that sounded.
1: Well, it wasn't pretty, but uh, Darius Carter picks up the victory. He threw the referee into Montana Black. And as the referee referee was uh, trying to save himself, Darius Carter comes from behind with a low blow and then attacks Montana Black. Defenseless Montana Black for the easy one, two, three. So uh, it it wasn't pretty. And see Darius Carter go to dirty tactics like that. Taints this victory. So, only Montana Black can uh, get a rematch soon. Because for Darius Carter to do a low blow, he, he knew that title was slipping from his grasp. But who's next for Darius Carter here at B, CW, SE? He, he line for Riley Shepard again. These two don't like each other. And now he's uh, chest chess her. Big league in there. Here comes some security, try to break it up. Pirozado getting in the middle of things. Chaos is breaking out here. He's got a mic. More referees coming out, more security. monsters, Billy Brash. Yeah. And just to add a little bit of spice to it, since you seem to have such an interest in Miss Riley Shepard over here, the special guest referee will be Riley herself. Blockbuster mm-hmm. <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Made by Pete who says he still represents BCW management. Darius Gardner will defend against Billy Barash, King of the Monsters. But uh, Raleigh Shepard will be the special guest referee. Wow. There's still more matches left. Chaos is erupted here. Chairs are being flown. Security everywhere. Wow. Darius got a cheap shot in the face of Raleigh Shepard. Hope she's okay. Bombshell announcement here.
0: Michael, are you kidding me? Riley is going to cost Darius Carter his title. It's going to happen.
1: Welcome back. Uh, Want to introduce yourself? Oh, my
0: God. Oh, my God. You know, uh, this is Abel, the intern here for BCW. I I can't believe he made that call. What does Peter Rosado think? Who does he think he is? Not the governor. Peter McMahon, mother.
2: That's kind of huge. Billy Brash cashing in his King of the Monsters trophy. Take on Darius Carter with Riley Shepard as a special guest referee. He's not looking good for Darius Carter. I don't know what he had. He has to pull something off his sleeve to retain that belt. Definitely looking forward to that. December 13th is shaping up to be a fantastic show. show you not want to miss. December 13th, BCW. I believe he's back in Queens. So definitely don't want to miss that. And then your main event. Eric Jaden brought back the definition of authority and sexiness. The man we first met two years ago. Brought him back to BCW to take on the King of Dong style, Joey Ryan, in a dream match two years in the making, a match everybody wanted to see. Joey Ryan fresh off signing with Impact, keeping his BCW date, making everybody happy. Match, such anticipation, everybody wanted to see this match. So let's hear
1: the conclusion of that match. Well, well, there it is. Match two years in the making ends with a roll-up. Okay, he steals the victory of his dream match. I don't know how to explain what I just watched. He had a beer. What um, great seeing Joey Ryan make his BCW debut. as he heads on to Impact. Hopefully it won't be the last time we see him, though. Here in Queens, New York.
2: Okay, not for nothing, I sound better than I thought he did. Actually, it doesn't sound too bad. But Eric Jaden defeated Joey Ryan with the roll-up of Doom. That was a fun match to watch. Both men gave it their all. Very entertaining. Put it out there for us. And a uh, very fun match to watch. So I said at one point I couldn't explain what I just saw. So now they I got some sort of semblance of a voice back, I'm going to try. Joey Ryan sh- tried to get Eric Jaden with a dick flip. Eric Jaden was trying to fight it. The Queen Nia Kennedy comes in, takes Eric's hand, and puts it on her chest. So now... Eric's hand is gripping her chest and also gripping the dick of Joey Ryan. So these two powerful forces are now working against each other, and he's attacking her through the conduit of Eric Jaden, but she's powering back with her chest to attack Joey Ryan, again, through the conduit of Eric J- poor Eric Jaden stuck in the middle here. It was really bizarre, really awesome. And then, of course, the other goons got involved, including Mark Swan, and they all felt the force, the powerful force of the dick flip. All of them experienced it. Can't wait to hear Mark talk about it firsthand next week's show. But yeah, that was a sight to see. It was uh, awesome. Very entertaining. Great job all around. That was BCW's Fight for 3 top to bottom. Yeah, so again, sorry I couldn't get any interviews. I ran out of there as soon as the show was over to go home and to rest my voice for BWF's ninth anniversary, Ford Apache. Did my best. I think I sound worse there than I did here in BCW. That was even possible. But again, it did sound better than I thought. So maybe I don't sound too bad over there at BWF. But yeah, we crowned the first ever women's champion. Congratulations to Vicious Vicky. Well deserved after that match. Seven women, totally like five women. Four women were announced, special mystery opponent, then they were turned into seven. Every woman here in the Tri-State area, wanted to get their hands on that championship, becoming the first ever BWF Women's Champion. I mean, it's one thing to become a champion, but the first ever champion? That's something everybody wanted to be a part of, and that match did not disappoint. Congratulations to Vicious Vicky. Brother Greatness finally reclaimed what is rightfully his, the Cruiserweight Championship. Congratulations to him in another epic triple threat match with him, Nikos Rikos, and Chris Cage. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. My boys, BX Strong. Finally got their hands on that scum, that general manager, air quotes, shotgun Shane Adams, his hired help, the Vulture squad, ended up turning their backs on him because they realized they were doing all the work and he wasn't doing anything, so they left him alone to fall victim of an L from BX Strong. And we re- they revealed the intern's identity. The intern has been upgraded, he's officially part of BX Strong, so now are they a three-man faction? Because it doesn't sound as cool as a two-man faction, because... Three men factions are a thing. So I don't know. We'll let you know. Because we'll find out as time goes on. But in your main event, that steel cage Ford Apache match was amazing. You had to be there. That was awesome. I wondered how these eight men are going to be confined into that ring with all that weaponry in there. Well, I learned my answer pretty quickly because action spilled out of the cage. It was started, it was war game style, so it was one-on-one, then two-on-one, then two-on-two, et etc., et until all eight men were involved. There was action inside the ring, inside the cage. There was action outside the ring. Poor Nia Kennedy got power bombed through a, a door that was set up on two chairs. She was out there for a while, just talked to her tonight. She's still feeling the pain from that move. Rick Recon got slammed through a guardrail, a steel metal guardrail, chokeslam through it it broke in half so that just tells you how hard he was launched through that thing oh man it was just action everywhere i don't know how we even called it we were calling i was calling one thing mark was calling another thing green man was calling another thing action all over the bwf arena it was just chaos and it was awesome and in the end team bwf walked away with the victory put the satsugan squad to bed And the BWF Championships are where they belong. TJ Marconi is yet again the BWF World Champion. Tyree Taylor is now the New York Champion. Bronco International and El Jefe are the Tag Team Champions. So watch out for BX Strong. I'm sure they're coming your way, boys. But yeah, it was just a great night of action. The whole night was fantastic. Beginning to end, there was no dip in the action. It was just fantastic. There was intermission. BWF does not have intermissions. This time they had to set up the ring and the electricity, the energy of the crowd did not waver any. It was still fantastic. A big fight feel. If you missed it. Oh, you missed a great show. Should be on YouTube soon. And you don't want to miss the next show. Jingle all the way, December 7th, Bronx, New York, BWF Darrow's Gym. And if that wasn't enough. The cherry on top of the Sunday that was Fort Apache steel cage match. Mark Schwann got punched in the face. Oh, man, after all his jawjacking, after all his trash talking, he finally got the receipt he deserved and got punched in the face while wearing this ridiculous kimono that probably cost him a couple thousand dollars. I don't know what he was thinking. Oh, man, Fan- fantastic. Oh, man, it was just great. I had to wrap the show up with Green Man and just watch Mark lay there motionless. It was fantastic. He's fine. Talked to him tonight. He's fine. Still feeling some effects of it, but he's fine. He's a big boy. But yeah, that was BWF, BCW, both in a nutshell. Fantastic weekend of action. Really pissed off I lost my voice. Ah, oh, man. Somehow powered through it. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. I got to learn this is an instrument. I got to protect it, I guess. And it sucks because I made that joke during the last show with Mark Schwan. How, how do you protect from losing your voice? It's tea with honey, right? And like a schmuck or karma, whatever you want to call it, I lost my voice. Now I'm end up drinking tea with honey. So no more jokes. Next time there's a busy weekend. I don't want to jinx myself. That's the show. That's episode 187. This is the most I've talked all week. Talked at our viewing party, then came home to do this show. Feel my throat going. I feel my voice starting to crack a little bit. So I'm going to go put another pot of hot water on to make another cup of green tea with honey. Like I said, it's growing on me. So I'm not too upset about that. Maybe help put me in a calming mood before bedtime. Maybe throw a little Jack Daniels in there. Make it a little hot toddy. That sounds perfect. I'm going to do that. Again, I am off next week. So episode 188 is fully in the hands of Mark Schwann and Green Man. Maybe i will have a guest. Who knows? Stay tuned. Episode 188. Remember to check out Thunder Rosa on our YouTube page, A Shot of Wrestling, for that full interview. You don't want to miss that one. It's a must listen. Rest in peace, Matt Travis. I have been your host, at Michael J. Putty. Until next time party out.
1: ladies and gentlemen at this time i need to announce it's last, last call,
0: call at, at the, the bar Oh! all right everybody we have made it through another great episode of a shot of wrestling but just when you think it's done they bring us back in and we're still here with our special guest thunder rosa welcome to last call it's rapid fire questions the first thing that comes to your mind is the first thing you should answer are you ready yes then away we go what is your spirit animal chihuahua what is your favorite adult beverage margarita what fictional character would you like to face in a wrestling match Mm. black widow what do you eat on your cheat day tons of donuts and mexican bread Mm. who inspires you my husband what is the worst job you've ever had The worst job I ever had? (laughs) Server. What wrestling company has given you the biggest payday?
2: Which underground?
0: What is your go-to karaoke song? Um, Whitney Houston song. Which one is that? The one from The Bodyguard? Yeah. I Will Always Love You. No, is it? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that one that you said. I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I hope that's correct. Uh, What is the best feature on a man? the butt (laughs) who is your celebrity crush Zac Efron (laughs) really Zac Efron all right all right Uh, and finally what is the best Wrestlemania of all time
2: the only one that I won
0: Wrestlemania 25 Yo, that was a good one, though. That was a very good one. Uh, Thank you, Thunder Rosa, for joining us on this episode of A Shot of Wrestling. And we look forward to seeing a lot more of you, not just in a wrestling ring, but also in MMA. Yeah.
1: Hey, baby, I hear the bell ring in hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby. But I got you pinned. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.